Thanks for tapping into The Shift is Real, a podcast where we have casual conversations about growth, discuss stories of personal transformation, and share moments of insight. I'm your host, Tiffany Wright. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey and excited to talk about these shifts. So let's get into it, y'all. Please be advised, explicit language may be used. Hey y'all, thanks for tapping into another episode of The Shift is Real. I'm your host, Tiffany Wright, and I'm grateful to share this space with you and to talk about some shifts and transformation. So today I'm kicking off the Gifts of Grief series. Grief brings so much into our lives many things that we're not even aware of until we can get to a place to actually sit and reflect. I feel like I have a very special relationship with grief and grief has become a very transformative emotional experience for me. And so as I'm returning back to my podcast family, I want to share insights or shifts that I've received in this season in this season which have very much been marked by grief. So I ask that you be present with open mind, open heart, open spirit as we get into this. I am going to be starting off with throwing it back to an initial podcast episode that was called The Gifts of Grief, which really inspired this series. So check it out. And here we go. So when we talk about grief, what's important to communicate is that grief is all about the emotions, the psychological, the cognitive, the physical experience that comes with loss, when we experience loss. Oftentimes in Western culture, we talk about grief when it comes to death but grief can be experienced with any loss. Loss meaning something you had, something that had an attachment to you or you had an attachment to something, something that was connected to you and now has shifted. It's no longer connected to you. That could be a relationship, that could be a role, that could be a title, that could be an asset, that could be a possession. It can be an aspect of your identity in any way, shape, and form. And so I was inspired to do this series because I have been moving through quite a bit of grief this season. The original episode that inspired the title, you can go back to episode 23, which is entitled The Gifts of Grief. I talk about gifts of grief in reference to my mom, my grandfather, who essentially was my father, 
and a lot of life changes and shifts that came with that. This series is important for me because I find that for me, (laughs) speaking about my own challenges, my steps, my journey in self-awareness and healing, it becomes a gift for others, but it's also a pathway for my journey. It's, It's always a pathway for my own wholeness. It's always a pathway for me to release something. I feel like there is power in telling your story. And I think that telling your story can be minimized to the phrase of telling your business. Um, Your business and your story for me are two different conceptualizations, right? Like your story, I mean, in any way, shape or facet, it could literally be the same thing and it could just be the power of language. But for me, a story is inclusive of, a background, a beginning, a middle, an end, where your business is just single focus on a particular event, fact of your life, right? So when I tell my story around grief or the the grief that I'm going to be talking out, talking about more specifically in the next couple episodes, you know, it's me going through the development of my own attachment. It's me going through the realization of my connection to someone or something. Then there is the insight about the loss, how it impacted me. And so me going through the story I believe that it gives different context as opposed to just saying, oh yeah, this person died and I'm irritated. (laughs) Like that is my business, but that's not my story. And so when I provide self-disclosure on social media or in my podcast in interviews, heck, even in my therapy sessions, it is charged to my heart in understanding that as humans, we're all connected to each other. And even though there are a lot of things that make us unique, uh, that may separate us, there are certain facets of the human experience that connect us together. And When we go through challenging times, often we could feel isolated, we can feel alone, we can feel like we're the only ones, we can feel like this weight is so heavy for me to carry, there's no one else that can understand. And the power of hearing someone else's story, it, it allows you to feel validated, it allows you to feel understood, it allows you to feel connected to someone beyond yourself because there is a sense of relation. And we are social beings, we want to belong, we want to relate, we want to connect. So there's a lot of power in 
not only storytelling for the person telling the story, but there's power in storytelling for the person listening to the story. Okay. So these episodes are not going to have a guest on because it's just me talking about my story. Um, after this series, there is an archived series <laughs> um, about the transformation that happens through relationships. And so as I'm returning back to podcasting, I was going to just kick it off with the healing through relationships. But as I'm going through this personal challenge of my own, I thought, well, you know, I think grief, your relationship with grief and your relationship with whatever caused the grief is a great segue into transformation through relationships. So that is That's what it's going to be, y'all. So let's talk about what we're going to talk about. (laughs) Um, So going to be talking about legacy. Legacy being one of the many gifts of grief. Like the understanding of legacy, the consideration of legacy, really thinking about legacy. When you do physically um, experience loss in the form of death of someone that you're connected to, you know, we go through the obituary, right? Like there, there's usually some type of reflection of the person's life. And so it oftentimes can lead people <clears throat> into thinking about that person's life as well as your own life, right? So you think about their legacy, but you can also end up thinking about your legacy. Also going to want to talk about life and purpose. I feel like the gift, these gifts that grief give allow us to reflect on our own lived experience and reflect on why am I here? What what am I doing? What what's the purpose of it all? And then I feel like another gift of grief is the encouragement to create valuable relationships. Oftentimes at least nowadays on social media, when someone dies or, yeah, when someone dies, you know, people often post this thing of, you know, uh, make sure you tell people you love them, make sure you tell people they matter, make sure that you just check in on people that you love and things of that nature. And I feel like when people experience death or witness death in some way, they start to think about their relationships, how they show up in their relationships and how they nurture relationships. Lastly, I feel like grief gives us the challenge of creating fulfillment in our life. And, you know, this is very connected to life and purpose, but creating fulfillment is something that's really specific. So I'm 
looking forward to doing this series um, because, again, if you go back to episode 23, I talk about how I've developed a relationship with grief. And I think that when I do reflection around any type of loss, it's important for me. It's important for me to normalize the cycle of new energy and transforming energy because energy never dies. It always just transforms, right? So that that is something to remember. Um, when people die, their, their body dies, but the energy that is connected to the body does not die which also means their memories don't die, which also means the impact that they had in their life, whether positive, negative, or neutral, (laughs) does not die. And their significance in your life does not die. It just transforms into a different state of energy. It transforms into a different state of impact. I will say the challenge for me with grief is in my efforts of normalizing it, you know, I think that it is awkward for other people (laughs) that I normalize it which I'm totally okay with because I think that the more exposure that someone has to something that's not seen as normal being normalized, they eventually get used to it, right? It's like people who didn't want to see Black people on TV or movie screens. They didn't like it, right? And so the more normal it became, the more used to it (laughs) it got. I think it's the same way with grief or any emotion that feels really uncomfortable for people to talk about or accept or deal with. Um, With grief, the response of, oh, it's going to be okay, or don't worry about it, or at least you were loved or got to love them, or thankfully they're in a better place. All these statements that are meant to move you past the reality of the present, I think, I find fascinating. I don't need you to tell me it's going to be okay. I know it's going to be okay. I don't need you to tell me it's not going to always be like this. I know that it's not going to always be like this. I don't need you to tell me that they're in a better place and this, that, and the other. Because depending on what it is, maybe I'll get there. But in the present, if I'm angry, in the present, if I'm resentful, in the present, if I'm sad, in the present, if I'm experiencing melancholy, in the present, if I'm experiencing confusion, doubt, isolation, disconnection, whatever it is, it's also okay. It's also okay. So when I am experiencing grief, oftentimes if someone asks me how I'm doing, I 
respond with emotions. Like, I'm not really into the I'm doing good response. I'm doing okay. Everything's cool. Like, when people ask me how I'm doing, I express to them my state of emotions. And if I'm feeling grief, I'll be like, you know, I'm grieving, but it is what it is. And I might say something more like that because to me, that feels more accurate. I'm not about to be performative for you. I'm not trying to get you to feel sorry for me. However, I just want you to know where I am. And unless I specifically ask for your assistance, unless I specifically ask for you to uplift me, nurture me, pour into me, support me, I just really want you to know where I am. And honestly, I will say that is one of the first gifts that I believe that I got from grief was authenticity, honesty, transparency. And I'm going to go into that when I get into the legacy episode because the authenticity came in connection to a person that activated authenticity for me because that's how they live their lives. Um, But with grief, I learned like it's heavy. I don't need to carry this in private. I don't need to carry it in silence. I don't want to. There are people who want to. There's people who want to cover their emotions. There's people that want to keep their emotions private because that is, quote unquote, their business. However, I feel like all emotions that I experience are part of my story, right? So going back to, for me and my language, the difference between business and story. Grief for me is a part of my story because everyone is going to experience the death of caregivers or people that are close to them. But for me, experiencing those deaths radically changed me. They changed how I feel about myself, how I feel about family. They change how I take care of myself. They change how I operate in friendship. They change how I accept help. And so the most intense grief that I've experienced with the loss of my mom and my grandfather, I feel like my experience with grief after that became a part of my story because grief became something that I embraced on so many levels. So I feel grateful to be able to be open and share grief, whether it's with you or in a moment, you know, part of the freedom And the honesty that comes with sharing in the moment that I'm experiencing grief, for me, it has bigger implications because if I can share with the person that I am not joyful, I am not happy, I am not feeling well, I am not the version of 
perfection or joy or giddiness that you assumed I was. It shows my ability or it offers my humanity on a platter to somebody. Now, of course, the average person is not thinking about it that deeply, but for me, it is that deep because I want you to know that even though I'm a jolly, super jolly, (laughs) um, energetic, gleeful, effervescent, jovial person, I get sad. And I experienced melancholy and I experienced depression and I experienced anger and resentment and all these other emotions that people might assume that I am um, resistant, not necessarily resistant, but like, like they don't, they don't come to me, you know? Like they're not for me because you see me smiling, because you see me joyful, because you hear me being encouraging, because you hear me positive. Does that mean that I don't have the privilege of experiencing what might be considered lower frequency emotions? Well, I'm going to challenge that because I experience them all. And I believe all of the emotions are important. Grief especially, because when there are certain emotional experiences that are minimized or discouraged because they don't fit into social norms around social etiquette and expression, for me, it feels minimizing and silencing. It also is a bit mm, imprisoning because you have to limit your, based off of social expectations, you have to limit the type of expression that you have in open spaces and relationships because these other lower frequency emotions are frowned upon. You're not likely to tell someone that you're sad from the death of an uncle because you don't want them to feel awkward. You don't want them to feel uncomfortable. And it's interesting because it's like, well, what about you? What about the sadness that you're feeling? What about the longing towards him that you're having? Why is the other person's comfort of higher priority than you and you're the one that is actually really needing to release emotion? So grief has definitely gifted me the power of authenticity, um, vulnerability, and just empowerment in general to be able to speak my voice, and share where I'm at truthfully. When people try to rush you through your grief, or even if you're the person that has tried to rush yourself through grief, I'm always going to say, let's take a couple of deep breaths. And let's ask ourselves, 
Why is it important for me to distract myself from my emotions? Why does it feel difficult to focus on the most difficult emotions? What fear is coming up? What insecurity is coming up? Asking yourself questions is important. If you're the type of person that really likes asking yourself questions. I mean, I gather that you are. That's (laughs) pretty much the reason for this podcast. Like the person who is interested, passionate, or in tune to their own shifts and transformation. So let's just say that you are that kind of person, right? That you like asking the questions. You like asking questions for yourself. I feel like Grief allows you to explore the existential questions. And when we think of existentialism or an existential question, it's really questions that surround life, the meaning of life, purpose, identity. And I'm very passionate about existentialism because... That is one of the focuses of my therapy um, intervention or approach. Existential therapy is a thing. And for me, when someone comes with questions about who they are, what they're doing in their life, the direction that they're going, I get super excited because I feel like this is an opportunity for you to ask questions that you may have never asked before. We're socialized, no matter where we are, to believe certain things, to accept certain things. And we're rarely taught to ask questions. And so, yes, people can go into an existential crisis where they're asking questions and they don't feel like they have access to the answers. However, I think that one of the things that makes humans so different than some of the other animals in the animal kingdom is the higher level of thought that we have. And so our ability to see meaning, to create meaning, to create stories, to carry narratives, you know, this is the double-edged sword to being human. Because you can carry a narrative that is pretty unhealthy, or you can carry some that are healthy and allow you to be greatly functional. You know, you can create meaning from the worst atrocities in order to build hope and faith and keep you propelling forward to tap into the resiliency of a human. Or you can create meaning that devalues yourself, devalues other people, that puts you in a mental and emotional space that seems really difficult to get out of, et cetera, et cetera. And so when it comes to grief, I feel like to the point earlier of me saying, you know, it allowed you to ask questions, you get to really 
explore the feelings that you have in relation to the loss. You get to explore the ideas that you have in relation to the loss. What questions are, is that loss activating for you? What emotions is that loss activating for you? Because if you understand your emotions and you understand your thought patterns, you get so much insight into who you are in the moment. And if you're content with who you are in the moment, then let it keep rolling. But if you want to feel a certain way, if you want to show up a certain way, if you want to think a certain way that's different than a current or previous version of yourself, asking questions will be the kickstarter to that journey. I mean, also just truly acknowledging who you are and where you are, right, is is important. But asking the questions, asking the right questions you're going to get answers. It's when we don't ask questions that we don't get answers and we just continue to accept the reality of what is around us. So when it comes to this series, what is it that I want you to be able to take away from it? Well, as always, I want you to be able to have Nuggets that help you think, help you think about who you are and who you want to be. I wish for moments of insight about yourself and also about the transformative experiences that grief can bring in your life, but also that any grief related experiences in the past have brought to your life. If your relationship with grief is more negative than positive or neutral, I hope that this series empowers you to stand outside of your current negative your current narrative and challenges you to see things from a different perspective. Um, For me, like I said, I like to normalize the relationship with grief, but really the complexity of the relationship with grief. And I'm going to be bringing in complexities a little bit more during this, these reflections, because I feel like there are things we don't talk about when it comes to grief. Like we don't really focus on how grief can activate anger. (laughs) During my grief process, I have experienced so much anger towards the person that has died. I've experienced anger towards their actions, their lifestyle, um, how their actions and their lifestyle has impacted me. I experienced anger around their presence in my life and the impact of their emotional disposition on other family members. Um, I've experienced anger around, uh, I mean, not having, but being 
elected to manage their estate. I've experienced a lot of anger, but I've also experienced relief that they died. I experienced relief that they died because I know how excruciatingly like sad they were to be living. Like they just did not want to be here. And as much as I wanted them to see that they had purpose and function, they just didn't. And so I was relieved when they died because I'm like, finally, they get to not be here because they don't want to be here. You know, Um, I also experienced relief because they got on my nerves. And, you know, that can sound mean to somebody, but there's people that get on our nerves. Like we love them, but they can get on our nerves. And I think there's this thing that because someone dies, you got to erase all of the uncomfortable realities of your relationship. And like, that is not my jam. That is not my jam. Like I can think about all the ways that I love you and you are magical and positively impactful. And You know, I've had circumstances where I could also think about how you were unhealthy, dysfunctional, you know, as as the social media streets say, toxic, you know, and how you got on my nerves. Um, And so being able to focus on the full spectrum of a relationship or the impact of a relationship, I don't think that it takes away from the significance that someone has, you know, again, like I said, grief has allowed me to be authentic. So I am looking forward into getting into this series with you. And like I said, my hope is that you'll be able to sit with questions that you have around grief, even though a lot of the grief I am going to be talking about is bereavement oriented grief, meaning like associated with death, but there will be aspects of this that are not death related. And it's important to know that these themes can come up even when there's not death, you know? So looking forward to going into this with you. And I hope that even though we're talking about death, which can either be in the past or the future for some of us, um, that through this, you still get the opportunity to learn how to rest, be still, and be connected to the present. So that's all, y'all. Well, y'all, that's the end of today's episode. I hope that you got something from it. Thank you so much for your support. Please make sure to like, follow, subscribe, share this with a friend. I am accessible via my website, www.livethebelife.com. You can feel free to shoot me an email. If you want to subscribe to my newsletter, I send out newsletters once or twice a month. I'm on Instagram and Twitter handle at the T-H-E underscore B-E underscore life. Also have a Facebook page. All my products are available online on Amazon, but they're also listed on my website. 
hope that you move forward in your day, in your week, feeling connected to yourself and grounded. Hope that you just stay aware of the shifts that are going on within and around you because they're always happening. Don't forget, seek to shift, seek to grow, seek to be you. Until next time, be well.